editing is pretty good actually because when he was there with the architect, the architect started to talk about the two doors. And, yes. And the one to the right leads to the, the source. To we didn't find the out truth. We didn't need to find out about the other one. <laughs> <laughs> because that's all we need. You yeah. know, and we come to the point inside where we actually feel like there is no choice. Mm. Like it's, choice is an illusion. It's only from the perspective of the very lost mind, you know, that choice is meaningful because then you can show it, then you can choose source rather than the illusion. And that's very helpful. But once you choose source, you're like, what? How could I ever believe there was another choice? You know, there's no mm. choice for illusion. And then symbolically, everyone was freed. It was a symbol of his mind. Jesus said that when I awoke, you were with me. So in the awake mind, everyone is awake. And that's, you know, Trinity loved him. And it was said that she left the matrix for him, it's like he even said, like she sacrificed the matrix for her love for him, as if that is a sacrifice, you know, but it's not. It's, this is how it is. Like Jesus says, you owe, you owe your brother to realize who you are. So in that sense, it's right. She did it for him, for love, you know. And that's the journey we all take. And the fact that Jesus can say, when I awoke, you were with me, that should tell us that this is really just an illusion. You know? This is really a journey of forgiving everyone and everything of our own illusion. Literally, the filter is in our own mind. We can only heal ourselves. There's nobody out there to heal. When we've healed our mind, we will have true perception, you know, and see everyone and everything from that perspective. So that's the... That's what's so cool about it. That in the book this morning on acceptance of the brother. Yeah. Disassociated joy in your mind. It's not real. So if you can perceive joy in others and you're giving joy to others, the joy is in you. Mm. And yeah, there are a few things that said. The acceptance of your brother. Is that the chakra? Mm. Can you read it? Mm -hmm. 
How can you become increasingly aware of the Holy Spirit in you, except by his effects? You cannot see him with your eyes, nor hear him with your ears. How then can you perceive him at all? If you inspire joy and others react to you with joy, even though you're not experiencing joy yourself, there must be something in you that is capable of producing it. If it is in you and can produce joy, and if you see that it does produce joy in others, you must be dissociating it in yourself. It seems to you that the Holy Spirit does not produce joy consistently in you, only because you do not consistently arouse joy in others. Their reactions to you are your evaluations of his consistency. Their reactions to you are your evaluations of his consistency. When you are inconsistent, you will not always give rise to joy, and so you will not always recognize his consistency. What you offer to your brother, you offer to him, because he cannot go beyond your offering in his giving. This is not because he limits his giving, but simply because you have limited your receiving. The decision to receive is the decision to accept. If your brothers are part of you, will you accept them? Only they can teach you what you are, for, you, for your learning is the result what you taught them. What you call upon in them, you call upon in yourself. And as you call upon it in them, it becomes real to you. God has but one son, knowing them all as one. Only God himself is more than they, but they are not less than he is. Would you know what this means? What you do to my brother, you do to me, and if you do everything for yourself because we are part of you, everything we do belongs to you as well. Everyone God created is part of you and shares his glory with you. His glory belongs to him, but it is equally yours. You cannot then be less glorious than he is. God is more than you only because he created you, but not even this would he keep from you. Therefore, you can create as he did, and your dissociation will not alter this. Neither God's light nor yours is dimmed because you do not see. Because the sonship must create as one, you remember creation whenever you recognize part of creation. Each part you remember adds to your wholeness because each part is whole. Wholeness is indivisible, but you cannot learn of your wholeness until you see it everywhere. You can know yourself only as God knows his son, the knowledge is shared with God. When you awaken him, you will know your magnitude by accepting his limitlessness as yours. But meanwhile, you will judge it as you judge your brothers and will accept it as you accept his. You are not yet awake, but you can learn how to awaken very simply the Holy Spirit teaches you to awaken others. As you see them waken, you will learn what waking means. And because you have chosen to wake them, their gratitude and their appreciation 
support you have given them will teach you its value. They will become the witnesses to your reality as you were created witness to God's. Yet when the sonship comes together and accepts its oneness, it will be known by its creations, a witness to its reality as the son does to the father. You can see that with Neo, like he was quite, he was just innocently taking his steps. And suddenly, you know, the, the witnesses told him he's the one, you know. Mm. That's how he learned it himself. He didn't really go out and said, hey, I'm, I'm the one. No. He, he was just innocent. <laughs> Eternity is one time. It's only dimension being always. This cannot mean anything to you until you remember God's open arms and finally know his open mind. Like him, you are always in his mind and with a mind like his. In your open mind are your creations in perfect communication, born of perfect understanding. Could you but accept one of them, you would not want anything the world has to offer. Everything else would be totally meaningless. God's meaning is incomplete without you, and you are incomplete without your creations. Accept your brother in this world and accept nothing else for in him you will find your creations because he created them with you you will never know that you are co-creator with god until you learn that your brother is co-creator with you acceptance of your brother Yeah, you could say Trinity, she accepted Neo. Morpheus accepted Neo. This is full love and acceptance. Mm. <laughs> Suddenly we're five men and five women here. <laughs> yeah, I think it I, you were looking might, around. Maybe six men in front of Oh, is it? Is that what it is? Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I thought you were one with me. Just one being. That's right. <laughs> I forgot my math. <laughs> But that's rare, actually, to have more men than women on a retreat. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> it must mean that they're undoing it all. Yeah, did they bring up something? This movie? A lot of stuff to ponder, maybe. Mm. 
And if there is no future, I will stop you. Profound. I love it. Absolutely yeah. love it. I'll take that away from you. Yeah, I mean, big thing that wonder. Then we don't have to escape from the present. Yeah. You know, just, uh, yeah. It just changed my mindset. Uh, there is no future. Mm -hmm. Be here now. Mm -hmm. And then tomorrow still will wherever again. Be here now. Mm. Uh, Lynn brought up the joining with your yeah. brother. You know, how you see your brother. And that's core. And there is such fear of joining in the mind. Fear of present joining. Mm, mm. You know? Absolutely. Um, that came through yesterday as well, with that eye gazing. Yeah. Not major fear, but a discomfort, which is fear in another form. Yeah. Discomfort. And um, it was a good exercise. Yeah, indeed. Maybe we do it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Jesus says that, you know, future loss is not your fear, but present joining is your dread. <laughs> <laughs> you believe you're afraid of losing something in the yeah. future. No, no, present. you're afraid of present joining. Yeah, Terrified. Yeah. Sure. Because in present joining, there is only one. Mm. And that's what is dreaded. Mm. For some crazy reason. For you. I, I sort of don't quite understand the, the concept of joining with your brother. Um, yeah, because you I understand we're all sitting here now talking but, about Yeah, something. but sitting together, <coughs> coming together with bodies isn't joining. Well, that, that's exactly yeah. my sort of yeah. doubt. It's like, well, am I supposed to, when I'm, when I'm in the presence here, am I supposed to be literally trying to extend my mind to connect with other bodies? Because mm. um, I, I can feel a peace sometimes. But I, I'm not sure if I'm feeling a bigger mind or an extension of mind. So I guess the question is, you know, if I had to leave here, how would I join with my brother? Is it just a, is it just a thought? Is it? Um, I mean, I can I can probably stay present, but that doesn't imply or still. That doesn't imply my brother is going to be, if that makes any sense. Well, it is all a reflection of your mind. So if you become truly present, you will experience joining. Yeah, so joining is the question. What yeah, is it's an experience in, within. You know, I shared earlier, I had this suspicion when I when I first came to David I had this 
test. I did this test on him. <laughs> you know, <laughs> spirit put me there, and I was like, "What am I doing here?" Yeah. You know. Prove yourself. <laughs> yeah. Literally, I I had I had to know that I could trust him. Mm. So one night, I seemed to perceive that he was really strange. Like he was doing strange things that I was judging. I was sitting there like, like he's really odd. Like I was, <laughs> I was thinking, I can't, I can't be here. Was the thought? I can't be around. It's because he's doing strange stuff. I cannot trust him. Sure. That was my thought. And looking back, I know it came from my past perception. You know, we, our perception is is weird. Uh, it's it's um, subjective. It can it's and it's sick. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, I had past perceptions of people of men, and and that filter was perceiving there with perceiving David one 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 night one evening. So I thought I can't stay here. This is this is too bad. Mm. So so there I was in Cincinnati, far from home, far from Sweden. Ooh. Really didn't have any funds to buy a flight ticket or anything. So I felt stuck there. I thought, yeah, I, I could leave. I could just go out on the street and you know be homeless. Um, so I was sitting there all night long. I was sitting awake at the kitchen table, just thinking about what I could do. <laughs> and in the morning, I thought, I'm going to give the guy a chance. <laughs> so I went to him, and I just stared into his eyes, yes. you know, and, and I said, you play no games with me. Play no games with me because I want to trust you, you know. And I, I, I sat there looking into his eyes, and suddenly, after a few minutes, there was this experience of like, who is me? Who is him? We are one. It was this powerful, just light experience, this feeling of, ah, okay, there is nothing to fear here. And then, as if that was not enough, I had this powerful sign afterwards. He was checking his emails. He said, oh, Jenny, there is an email from you here. I said, I haven't sent you an email. It was an email I'd sent to him like three weeks prior, where I'd said, I, wanna, I want to come to the Peace House. I want to be at the Peace House. And he said, Oh, the email says you want to be here at the peace house. <laughs> I said, oh, you got that now? <laughs> so they had been like held, <laughs> held yeah. off until that moment yeah. when it was needed. And it was this, I thought, this is the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. just helping me realize mm -hmm. that it's safe to be here. Mm -hmm. And I needed, I needed a, an experience to, to realize that. Yes. So then it was all right. And, uh, 
So, so yeah, so that was an experience of, of present joining, that, that oneness, that allowing the present to show itself. I, I wasn't going to run away with my fear without testing this, without knowing what I was running away from. And then I didn't need to run away anymore. Oh. Somewhere in the Bible, I think it says, you can only enter the kingdom two by two. Yeah, in the course. Not that I know the Bible, but maybe it's in the course. It's entering the ark. It's very beautiful. Yes, entering yeah. the ark. That's why I thought it was, I'd read it in the Bible. Mm. I don't actually read the Bible, so. So that's metaphorical, saying, you know, only when you realize that you are your brother mm -hmm. can you enter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but it's also very, you know, you, he's saying you're going to find your holy relationship, you know, but that's also, it can be, you know, and, a relationship. Where... Yeah, I, I'm, I think one of the reasons why I asked is because when I listen to everyone, and, um, there's a lot of messages that seem to be coming through that if you only do this, if you only do that, if you only do this, there's quite a lot of if you only. So it's like one if you only willing, one if you only surrender. One, if you only um, apply yourself and whatnot. And all those ones seem like a lot of... Rules. Not rules. It just seems like, well, there's a lot of things. It's not only one. There is only one thing, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean... Just, just so that different probably, ways of saying it. I was going to say that probably all mean the same thing. Mm. And I think it was you, one of the two of you that said surrender. Mm. Or maybe it was three meters, I don't know. That sounds fantastic. Mm. And I want to surrender in my heart. And I'm like, does that mean I'll only surrender when I'm in around my brother? I'm using my brother as anyone else. Or is that surrender enough just by me? Yeah, it's enough just by yourself. Or in any in any circumstance. I had an experience with this entering the ark. So one of the things that happened when when I escaped the peace house. <laughs> <laughs> So I had that experience I just shared now, and that just started this profound experience of, of being out, out of time and space that I shared about before. Mm -hmm. And that lasted for some time. But in that, I had invited the ego up to awareness. So when the ego came up in awareness, I couldn't be around, couldn't be there anymore. I, I, I fled. So I went back to Sweden, and then there was an assignment waiting for me there. It was 
was a, a guy that that I had I had met him before, um, and it, it was guided. I felt guided to spend some time with him in like a silent retreat in, in a house in a cottage. So I did that, and it was profound. It was this kind of it was profound love and profound opposite of love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was intense, you know. And these experience we I think we have when we we start to wake up because there's still a lot of darkness in the mind, and it's reflected in relationships. So so he was. It was weird. It was a weird experience <laughs> a lot of the time. And one morning, I sat in the kitchen reading the Course, and I opened it to entering the Ark. It was just so profound. It was I was reading this about two by two, entering the Ark two by two, entering heaven two by two. And I had this profound love for this guy. This felt like this like a, a oneness or a soulmate or something like that. <clears throat> so I'm all lit up, you know, coming out from the kitchen to, to connect with him. And he's like saying, I'm off, I'm leaving. <laughs> 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 and I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and he left. Sure. He left in, in seeming in some fear, and and then, and then I was there by myself, and I was like, you know, he he was the one. It was the one. There was the experience, you know, and and then I start making fire there in the fireplace, and I had some newspapers, and in the on the big um, first page of the newspapers, the biggest letters. Imagine what it said. It said. Jenny had to wait for seven years, it said. <laughs> and I was like shocked. I was like, what? And, but it was, it was helpful because I was devastated. I was ripped apart from him leaving because, because I had experienced the love, you know, the one love. <laughs> so, so, so Spirit put this newspaper there saying, Jenny had to wait for seven years, so it was a message for me. But it, that was that was devastating too. Like seven years—that's a very long time, you know. So, so yeah, <laughs> and it was profound. I mean, I had this guy's name was, and I'd seen his name everywhere on trucks, on, and then. So I had this little fireplace, and and I had to buy a little, um, you know, this, yeah. yeah, that you protect the fire from coming mm. out. And when I said that, I, so even that little thing had name on it. <laughs> it <was> like <laughs> everything had shown me that you know I was supposed to spend time with him and be be together with him. And yeah, it was it was one of those lessons where it seemed like love was lost, and but it was just one. It was just a lesson that love is not in form, you know. 
And I had had mm. quite a few of those. Mm. And after seven years, I was like expecting that he would come back into my life. But the Holy Spirit sent another soulmate. Then, you know, if you don't believe you can have more than one soulmate, but you can. <laughs> yes, I believe that. Yeah. Mm. Because if it's one, if it's one mind, you know, yeah. how can, yeah, yeah, it's gonna be like you fall in love, yeah, many times. Eventually, you fall in love with everyone, yeah, and there is only one. There's no every left. 